Civilians and wounded soldiers panicked as quickly the rescue vessel sank out from beneath their feet. Not ten minutes earlier, this was a normal evacuation, and now here they stood, doomed as the passenger ship swiftly sank into the Black Sea. Tragically still, only a handful of the thousands of terrified souls trapped on this vessel would find their way to safety, surviving one of the worst maritime disasters in history. Welcome to Shipwreck Sunday, where we investigate disasters at sea and the impact that they have on the world today. My name is Eleanor. Today, we will be discussing the sinking of the Soviet hospital ship Armenia, which tragically sank during World War II with an enormous death toll. Stay tuned for this harrowing World War II tale. Quick disclaimer for our younger audience before we dive in. This story does include details of a maritime disaster resulting in the loss of a vessel, Nazism, communism, wartime violence, and death that may be disturbing to some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised for those under the age of 13. Please keep in mind that I'm not a mariner or expert in the field of maritime history, but I've done my research. Okay, everyone, let's get into it. There's little available about MV Armenia before World War II, but I'll share what I was able to uncover. MV Armenia was built as one of four Azaria-class passenger liners for use on the Black Sea, and these ships were the first to be built by the newly formed Soviet Union. Let's give our younger audience a brief history on the formation of the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union, officially known as the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, or USSR, was formed after the end of the Russian Revolution. The Russian Revolution lasted from March 8, 1917 and ended on June 16, 1923. And during this period of time, the Russian Empire collapsed. The monarchy was dismantled in favor of a communist provisional government, led by the Bolsheviks who followed Vladimir Lenin. And no, it's not the same Lenin as John Lenin. This is a very brief version of the Russian Revolution, and if you all would like me to cover it in more detail, let me know. The Soviet Union was formed after this revolution, and later in 1928, MV Armenia would be one of the first passenger ships built by this new government. She was built at the Baltic shipyards in Leningrad, which is current-day St. Petersburg, in Russia in 1928. We don't know much else about her building. We don't know when she was ordered, laid down, or what yard number she was designated as. What we do know are her specs. MV Armenia was a mid-sized passenger liner capable of carrying 1,000 tons of cargo as well as about 550 passengers split into first, second, and third class berths, with room for 400 to 500 more passengers on deck for very short trips. As for tonnage, she sat right at 4,727 gross registered tons. In imperial measurements, she was 367 feet long, had a beam of 51 feet wide, and a draft of 18 feet and 1 inch deep. In metric measurements, that's a length of 112 meters, a beam of 15.5 meters wide, and a draft of 5.5 meters deep. Because her draft was so shallow, she was capable of accessing shallow water ports in the Crimean Peninsula. As for propulsion, she was driven by two screws turning at 105 rotations per minute, and she managed to reach speeds of 13 knots, or 24 kilometers per hour and 15 miles per hour. 
MV Armenia was built to ferry passengers throughout the Black Sea. And throughout the 1930s, she and her four sisters, Gruzia, Azaria, Abkhazia, and Ukraina, transported mail, cargo, and passengers between Black Sea ports. This included ports like Batum, Yalta, Mariupol, Odessa, and Sevastopol. The 1930s were rather peaceful for these ships, and up until the invasion of the Soviet Union by Nazi Germany on June 22, 1941, MV Armenia serviced the Black Sea without incident. If you're enjoying this video, let me know down in the comments section below. Don't forget to give this video a like and subscribe to our channel for more stories like this. If you're on an audio-only format like Spotify, Samsung Podcasts, Amazon Music, or another podcast service, make sure to subscribe for more episodes and leave us a 5-star review since it helps us reach more listeners like you. Okay, back to MV Armenia and World War II. After the Germans invaded the Soviet Union, MV Armenia was quickly requisitioned by the Soviet Navy and was turned into a troop transport ship and a hospital ship. Now let's briefly go over some rudimentary hospital ship rules before we continue, because this will be important for later. According to the laws of war laid out by the Geneva Convention, all hospital ships are exempt from attack by enemy warships if they follow some basic rules. First, they must be painted in the typical hospital ship getup. Typically, that is white with a green band along the side and red crosses all over to signify the ship's hospital status. Second, the ship must help injured and wounded on both sides of the conflict without bias. Third, hospital ships are not allowed to transport troops or munitions. If they do, this opens them up to legally be sunk by the enemy. And finally, hospital ships must be open to boarding and searches by the enemy. This rings true for the most part for passenger ships that are not involved in conflict. MV Wilhelm Gustloff was a passenger ship and evacuation vessel that was transporting troops and allegedly some munitions, which unfortunately made her a legal target, even though morally it doesn't sit well. We do have an episode on her if you are interested. Remember these laws, as they will come in handy later in MV Armenia's story. By the end of October in 1941, the German Wehrmacht's 11th Army, under the command of General Erich von Manstein, had completely cut off the Crimean Peninsula, laying siege to Sevastopol and isolating the citizens that lived here. For the Soviets, there was only one way in and out of the city, the Black Sea. This is where MV Armenia comes into play, and in November she was decked out in her large red crosses identifying her as a hospital ship, and she was tasked with evacuating wounded Russian soldiers, medical personnel, and civilians from Sevastopol. Unfortunately, this evacuation was destined for failure. Amid chaos and fear on the night between November 6th and 7th of 1941, MV Armenia loaded thousands of scared and desperate passengers onto her decks at Sevastopol. Fear was so thick in the crowd it could be cut with a knife. The city of Sevastopol would withstand the German siege for nine months before it would fall, but at this time that Armenia was loading up passengers in 1941, enemy seizure seemed like it would happen at any moment. Among the passengers were thousands of wounded, entire Soviet hospital staffs, and civilian officials with their families, all bound for the town of Tuapse, a town in Krasnodar Krai, Russia. It was roughly 400 kilometers or 250 miles away on the northeastern shore of the Black Sea from Sevastopol. 
we do have an episode on a ship in a similar situation, and that is MV Goya, a German evacuation ship that sank with an enormous loss of life. Early in the morning on November 7, 1941, MV Armenia weighed anchor and departed Sevastopol with her captain, Captain Vladimir Plashevsky, receiving orders to put in at Yalta, just a few kilometers east of Sevastopol. And here, Armenia was going to receive even more passengers, though she was already vastly overloaded. In Yalta, there was no attempt made to register any of the passengers embarking here, with the wounded soldiers and civilians simply being crammed up onto the open deck stays. At this point, I estimate there to be a minimum of at least 6,000 people on board, if not somewhere around 10,000, and this is based upon the estimated death toll. Plashevsky was rushing. He wanted to make way under cover of darkness, hoping for some protection because of the dark. But unfortunately, he was ordered to wait until escorts arrived, and they would arrive after daybreak. Around 7 a.m., MV Armenia finally left Yalta, accompanied by two armed boats and two fighter planes, a measly escort at best. Let's get one thing straight about the Black Sea in World War II. Germany and her Italian and Romanian allies only had a few surface vessels on the Black Sea, so the sea essentially remained under Soviet control throughout World War II. However, despite this dominance on the sea, the Germans had an undeniable advantage, their sheer superiority when it came to the air. Most Soviet vessels sunk in the Black Sea during this time were sunk by German aircraft, and well over a hundred Soviet merchant ships and dozens of Soviet naval ships were sunk during this time, with only the most heavily armed and thoroughly escorted ships being able to travel by daylight with reasonable hope of safety. Ships that were out alone during the day or in port in the western part of the Black Sea were fair game, and often were attacked or outright sunk. MV Armenia, traveling during the day and with a pitiful escort, was a lamb led to the slaughter. Not only this, but her status as a hospital ship had been compromised. Remember our laws from earlier? Well, Armenia was covered in enormous red crosses, however she had light anti-aircraft armament, had previously transported troops and military stores, and she was traveling with a military escort, essentially painting an enormous target on herself. If you'd like to hear an example of a properly designated hospital ship that still tragically sank, check out our episode on HMHS Britannic, the youngest sister of RMS Titanic. Alright folks, a quick note before we get into the sinking. If you have any ships you'd like us to cover, make sure to leave us a comment with your suggestions and you might hear your favorite ship here on the podcast. Check out our community tab to keep up with us and we are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. MV Armenia was about 40 kilometers or 25 miles from Yalta at around 11.30 a.m. when she was attacked by a Heinkel HE-111 medium bomber of one-point Stoffel Lufttorpedo KG-28, commanded by Ernst August Roth, and this bomber dropped two torpedoes aimed at MV Armenia. She looked safe for a moment when the first torpedo missed, but tragically the second was a dead accurate hit. The devastation was immediate, with the ship being struck on the port side near the bridge. Within four minutes, MV Armenia broke in two and sank, killing all but eight of the thousands of people aboard. You heard me right. Of a minimum of 6,000 people on board, MV Armenia took all but eight of them with her. 
Even if you took researchers' lowest estimate for the death toll, which sits at about 5,000 dead, Armenia is still the deadliest maritime disaster in Russian and Soviet history, and one of the worst of all time, often listed as the third worst in history based upon the loss of life on a single ship. Rest in peace to all of the victims of this horrific disaster. She is placed behind the sinking of MV Wilhelm Gustloff and MV Goya, both German naval ships transporting military personnel and civilian refugees, and both were torpedoed and sunk by Soviet submarines in the Baltic Sea in 1945. We have episodes on both if you are interested. In 2014, Georesonance, an Australian company, released a statement claiming to have located the Hulk of Armenia in 2005 at a depth of 520 meters or 1,706 feet, using an undisclosed remote sensing technique. However, this claim was never substantiated. In 2020, the Russian Geographical Society claimed to have found the Hulk of MV Armenia, with the search having been carried out by the Russian Ministry of Defense using ROVs. The research and identification of the vessel involved specialists from the Underwater Research Center of the RGS, and they estimate her to be roughly 15 nautical miles from Yalta, resting about one and a half kilometers down to the bottom of the Black Sea, which is about 4,921 feet down. If MV Armenia's story wasn't tragic enough, all four of her sister ships also sank during World War II. Interestingly enough, we have covered a ship where her and her four sister ships also sank in World War II, and that would be SS Arendora Star. Check out her episode. It's a viewer suggestion and a great story. This episode couldn't be possible without our lovely patrons. Thank you all so much. If you'd like to support the channel and future episodes, go to patreon.com shipwrecksunday to join. In conclusion, MV Armenia was one of the worst maritime disasters to hit the seas, taking at least 5,000 and possibly up to 7,000 victims with her down to the bottom of the Black Sea. May all of the victims rest in peace, and I hope their families, friends, and descendants have found peace. Tragedies like this are sadly not uncommon, but they can be prevented, and I hope that nothing this deadly happens again in the future. And that is the tragic story of MV Armenia. Thank you for tuning into Shipwreck Sunday. Stay tuned next week for the story of Carol A. Deering, a five-masted schooner that wrecked in January of 1921. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.